Happy Monday morning, everybody. It is an all-new episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast, and on today's show, we come back, and we come back hard. That sounded slightly inappropriate, but... You know, you get what you get with this show. On today's show, we are talking tons of things from the announcement that we will have a Major League Baseball season that will happen in just a few short weeks. We also recap the movie comedy tournament that I've been running over on my own Twitter account throughout this summer. And at the end of the episode, we have a game of Mad Libs. Spoiler alert, we still aren't very good at that. There's a lot more jokes coming your way, a lot more show coming your way, so... Let's get to it. Well, hey there, summer campers. It's another episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. I don't know why I sound like some sort of surfer dude who's hopped up on some sort of patchouli oil. Hey, summer hey, campers. summer campers. My name's Luke. Oh, God, Luke. I lost your audio. This oh, is a great start to the episode. Oh, can All you right? hear me? You're, you're absolutely back, campers. Oh, campers. Welcome back. Oh. Hope you had a great <laughs> school year. Get your surfboard. And your long b- boards. boards. We're back and we're better than ever. This is your uh, groovy. This is groovy guy Luke Chaconis. One after the show with my other groovy guy Sean Young. And uh, hey. hey, hey, what's up? Hey, what's Hi. up? Hey, hey, how's it oh. going? Oh, oh, oh hey. How, 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 how are oh, you? Oh, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, oh. Hey, we're doing great. And welcome everyone back to the show after. Uh, I don't know, I think it was, what, like five-week five week summer vacation? We needed yeah. to take some time off. We had to hit some waves. We had to get yeah. some tans. We had to have some cookouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I don't think we did any of those. At least I didn't hit, well, that's not true. I didn't hit the waves, but I got a little bit of a tan. I kind of got a farmer's tan going on right now, and we did nice. have a cookout, you, me, and Anthony, we last did. week for the 4th of July. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was. It but was yeah, no, yeah, it's been, you know, it's funny. We're We're back, and like... I know we both are kind of like, obviously, we want to take a break just so we kind of stay fresh. The show stays fresh, sometimes a little bit time apart, you know, or with, away from the show for that matter. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. breathes new life and fresh air into it. Um, exactly. But one thing that did not change is just what's going on in the world around us. It's, I think it's even more fucked up than when we went on our vacation. I don't know what happened. <laughs> what is it, our fault? Were we keeping the world alive? If we were keeping the world alive, then there's bigger problems than a five-week hiatus or whatever you want to call it. There's, uh, yeah, we shouldn't be dealing with the big decisions. But yeah, no, the the world, it seems like we're, in terms, I mean, there's just tons of issues going on in the world right now, from coronavirus to just social injustices that have been plaguing Uh the world for Uh hundreds of years. But if we're talking coronavirus specifically, we are legitimately going backwards. When yeah. we left, it was like, yeah, things are kind of looking better. <laughs> and now it's like Florida's Florida's a hot state. Texas is a hot state. Georgia, Alabama, no one can go out after midnight anymore. <laughs> it's Oprah's, like... Oprah's really putting in overtime work with her giving out the COVID. And yeah, she you would... get more COVID. <laughs> uh, you get more COVID. We all get COVID. Oh, my God. I missed that was Kermit the Frog doing an Oprah, and I loved every... <laughs> <laughs> I loved every second of it. Tom let me put it, Cruise. Let me, let me put it this, this way to our lovely listeners at, at home right now. Before we went on 
our little summer break, the world was going back to normal. We came back, Kanye West is saying he's going to run for president. So I don't think you and I can ever take a break ever again from the show, Sean, because I think, I think so. if we do that, the next time we come back, the the Hamburglar from McDonald's might be announcing his, his run for president. We also might be wearing Venus's rings. We might be. Who knows? Does, does Venus have rings? Venus Williams or Serenus Williams? Serenus Williams. Serenus Williams. <laughs> Venus and Serenus. Venus, Venus and Uranus. Venus and Uranus. Uh, don't forget their mother and father, Neptune and Jupiter, of course. Uh, their family is totally just named after planets in the solar their, system. Their totally forgettable younger sister, Pluto. Pluto, that's true. Yeah. I bet they have an I, Uncle Moon. I, I bet, yeah, an uncle's um, name would definitely be Moon. Uncle Moon. <laughs> Uncle Moon. <laughs> Uncle Moon. Uncle Moon and Aunt Mars. Venus and Serenus. Venus, Serenus, don't forget no. to pull your penis. No, it's got to be Venus and Uranus. Venus and Uranus it's Williams. It's got to be Uranus. Oh, God. It is my anus. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> How's your yeah. anus? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've I've actually been trying to, the last two or three weeks because the gyms did reopen uh-huh. here in Illinois last week, I think, right? The week of the fourth before... Whatever, whatever that Monday was, but yeah. yeah, they opened. So I've been, I've been hitting the gym and trying to watch the diet, uh, nice. because I'll be honest. Although I was like going for bike rides and runs during from like March till from when the gyms closed in March till now when they've just reopened, I ate like I was at medieval <laughs> times every night for about four months straight. I was eating with my hands. There was food in my beard. I looked like I had some sort of like cyst popping out of my sides. I was just, I wasn't, I wasn't taking care. Of, of that aspect of my life. So, yeah, I've been so more... Meat, mashed potatoes, yeah. and... Corn uh, on the cob and jousting. A lot and, of jousting. And, and semi-decent acting. Yes, yeah, semi a lot of regional theater oh my acting. God. I, so, we're going to have an issue. Okay. My headphones keep going out, but if oh. you just keep talking, everything will be fine. Okay, I can great. hear you again right now. Oh, so wonderful. Good. So, we're just going to keep on moving uh, with the show. Hey, we got a good little show now that uh, we're back from summer break. We're going to be playing uh, some Mad Libs. That's kind of our main event of today's show. We're also going to be recapping my summer movie tournament that's still been going on on my Twitter. This week, we had a massive upset. Uh, yeah, we did. That was that, like, yeah. I'm happy. Like, in a way, I'm kind of happy that it happened because we really hadn't had, like, a true upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, thus far in the tournament, but also when I think about the movies that it beat, I'm not happy because I'm like, yeah. there's no way that this should have one. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, you, Sean, watched Hamilton. I You've did. also been rewatching the MCU movies. I have, and I've been I I watched a few movies. I mean, there's really nothing new to go see. Um, so I don't have like any like formal reviews I can give. I saw a couple newer things. I saw The Invisible Man, which was really, really, really awesome. Nice. I really nice. I dug that. I saw that new Kevin James movie, Becky, when he plays a Nazi. Oh, I didn't Um, know that was a movie. Was uh, Kevin Bacon good in The Invisible Man? Uh, No. Actually, you know what? He was so good, I didn't even know he was on screen. Was Patrick Swayze really good in that one? Patrick Swayze? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't... Well, first of all, as we both know, Patrick Swayze is not here. So in this one, he was not good. But was he he in the original? I don't think he was. I... Forgot to mention, Patrick Swayze has passed away. Oh, uh, God rest his soul, though. Uh, he was actually a really great actor. I really yeah, he was. Him. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dancing the, Dirty. The Outsiders. Yes. Now I've actually one. seen The Outsiders, too. Ghost. What? what Ghost. Is that? What is With, that about? Uh, what is that one? 
I think that one is... Oh, God, I've actually never seen it. I just know he's in it. It's him and Whoopi Goldberg, I'm pretty sure. And I think I think Whoopi Goldberg is dead, and she haunts him, or either he's dead and he haunts her. But it's huh? like, it was a... Whoopi was Goldberg a big, um, in Ghost? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking that's around. Not, that was a real movie. Yeah, I know that's a real. I, I mean, I was playing the the funny part here. It's not Whoopi Goldberg that's the main female in that. Yes, it is. It. Okay, are you joking? I can't see your face oh, because I no, was joking not. first. Wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm confused. Wait, what are, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, wait a minute. It is Whoopi Goldberg. You no, ass. What? Yeah, it's in it's, ghost. In ghost. Are you, are you thinking of the bodyguard with Whitney Houston? What? Absolutely not. What I, the hell are you talking what, about? What are you thinking of? I am thinking, I'm looking at it right now on my phone. Ghost came out in 1990. It was a romance fantasy film with Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, but that's, she, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't play the main woman. It's Demi Moore. Oh, well then, well, that's a fair point. Okay, I see, but Whoopi Goldberg was in it. Well, I know she's in it. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. She's not sitting in front of Patrick Swayze fondling pottery. Well, <laughs> that's Demi Moore. <laughs> I need to go back on summer break. No, I can't do that. If I do that, I'm pretty sure the hamburger helper mitt will run for president. So I, sh- I need to stay here. Wait a minute. You have to stay here. Molly, okay, so in I have never seen Ghost. It sounds like you've at least seen some of it. You've seen more than I have. I've seen that scene many times. Also, I'm going to read the synopsis. Of it. Here we go. After a young man is murdered, his spirit stays behind to warn his lover of an impending danger with the help of a reluctant psychic. Okay, so Swayze's probably the guy who gets murdered, I'm guessing. No, Whoopi Goldberg is the guy that gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> God, I miss, God Patrick, I miss this. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. The, yeah, Patrick Swayze is the is the he is the impending danger. Yeah, uh, yeah he's the sidekick. He he's is the, the pottery. This he's that the they pot- mold. He's the, he gets molded. They they do a claymation of Patrick Swayze. That's yeah, that's yeah. what the movie revolves around. Okay, so wait, so Swayze gets murdered. His spirit stays behind to warn his lover. I'm gonna guess is his lover. Whitney, Demi or uh, Demi Moore? <laughs> Whitney <Not> Houston. <laughs> no, I was thinking now of the bodyguard. Now I'm thinking of the bodyguard. And then the help of a reluctant psychic, that's probably Whoopi. I would hope so. Good yeah. God, we just spent four minutes explaining the fucking plot of Ghost. <laughs> Mainly you explaining it to me and me trying to follow along. It won, hey, here's a here's a Schmodown question for you. Okay. It was nominated for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five Oscars. Oh. And it won two of them. Care to take a crack at what the Oscars uh, gave them for wins? What um, they won at the Oscars? Best, uh, best supporting actress. For who? Uh, for Whoopi, because Correct. she was the supporting actress. <laughs> she the pottery. The one, yeah, Actually, it was the, the pottery. pottery. The pottery was, was the, the pottery. one that won. <laughs> and pottery won for best costume. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Hey, that's pretty impressive that you got the Whoopi one. Good for uh, you. And, and the, the other, other one, one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, soundtrack. Ooh, cool. I got. Oh, never mind. You weren't close. The this original best music original. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Be- best music original score. So it'd be like the soundtrack. I mean, yeah, yeah kind of the soundtrack. Okay. Uh, yeah, it a wasn't little bit specific. Yeah. Um, yeah. it got nominated for best score, uh, best film editing, best picture. Actually, I've never even seen. Oh. I mean, maybe need to watch this movie. And then it also won for, um, best uh, screenplay. 
Um, it's a good flick. I think you would. I think. I think you would enjoy. Wait. It. So you have seen it? Of course, I've seen it. Oh, I okay. Maybe did you say that earlier? Am I not listening? Good gosh, listening is a skill, Lucas. It's, it's not Whoopi Goldberg. It's I know Demi that. More. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now I know that. I honestly had no clue Demi Moore was in this movie. But that is now that I'm thinking about that is the pottery movie when they're like it's it is damn near softcore porn. Yeah. And they're fingering some pottery. So, I mean, have you ever have you what, ever what? tried to finger pottery? No, I haven't, but when I was a young lad, my mom one time did take me to the Painted Penguin for my birthday. Okay. And that's not it. a strip club from the 70s. That was a pottery place. <laughs> did you I know she's a fan of the show and she will listen to this. Mhm. She wasn't working there, was she? At the Painted Penguin? The Yeah. Did you say it was a strip club? No, I said it sounds like the name of a strip club. Get oh. your mind out of the gutter, you pervert. No, I'm sorry, you saw it. You brought it up. Yes, it's true. I did. I, sh- shame on me. I'm I'm still perplexed that I didn't know the plot of Ghost, and I consider myself a pretty diehard movie nerd. Um, anywho. Wow. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, better than ever. Uh, that was just the part where I was supposed to be recapping what was coming on the show. And yeah. as usual, we have... We have gone askew, and I know I could say, well, this is Tom's fault, but then again, I forgot to kind of text Tom that we were doing this tonight, because we are recording on a Friday evening, because sure. both, we both have lives. We can't just right. do this every Saturday and Sunday. Right. Um, right. President Trump right. commuted the prison sentence of his longtime advisor, Roger Stone, who is convicted of lying to Congress. Breaking news. You heard it here first, folks, on the Unemployed Guys podcast. You heard it here first. Four days late. Four days late. Hey, uh, for I have a qu- oh, that's just, that's a great point because yeah, they'll be like, well, we already knew that Luke didn't know Come ghost on, can't even break a scoop. Well, on Friday, <laughs> July tenth at eight o'clock, the story broke to me and Sean. Hey, real quick, I know we're not a politics podcast, and this really isn't yeah. politics. It's more of kind of a funny story, and then yeah. we actually will get into our fully scheduled show, and their next sure. topic is going to be baseball because it's coming back. Beautiful. God help us all. Um, mm-hmm. not really a politics show, obviously. However, have you been following the story about Michael Cohen? Not one of the Cohen brothers. Michael Cohen does not have nearly as much talent as the Cohen brothers, Ethan and mm-hmm. Joel, but Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer? Yes. Have you you've been following it? No. Okay, so um, <laughs> he was sentenced, I think, last year to, I don't know, at least anywhere from four to six years in prison. I don't know his exact um, sentence off the top of my head. I do know that I believe he was sentenced at Otisville Correctional Facility, which, fun fact, was where uh, Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore was serving his sentence, but now the situation is out behind bars because everybody loves a good, everyone loves a good comeback story like the situation. Right. But uh, Michael Cohen, he was released, I think, two months ago due to coronavirus concerns. He has some sort of, I think, pre-existing health condition. I think he's like a fat piece of shit or something, so they had to release him from prison. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, So they released him. And he was able to, I think, uh, serve the remainder of his three-year sentence or whatever it was at doing house arrest. So already a huge step up, right, from prison. You you know, nobody wants to stay in their house for three years, but I'd rather do that than have to spend three years in jail. I mean, technically, we're all in house arrest anyway, so. Exactly. So, you know, Cohen's needed to play ball. So essentially what happened is, and I don't know if this is, like, officially confirmed or whatnot, that last weekend during the 4th of July— there were uh, photographs that surfaced of him out at a restaurant with, like, friends and, uh, you know, the press got pictures of it. I think it wound up on the front page of either, like, the New York Post, New York Times, one of those Mm -hmm. outlets. And then a day or so ago, after the photos 
uh, kind of leaked or whatever, he was going to court, I think, to sign some paperwork about his house confinement and maybe get like a uh, a, a fitting for his ankle bracelet. Uh-huh. And when he went in there, he expected just to sign some stuff and mm-hmm. be on his way out. They went in there and they detained him and he is now being sent back to federal prison. And the Wonderful. rumor is one of two things. One is that maybe Trump had something to do with it because Trump isn't like a big fan of me. I think he's like called him out on a bunch of his shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to get into that, all that aspect. But the other rumor that I hope is true is that once those photos resurfaced, they are pretty much like, um, just because you're on house arrest and you're not in an actual prison cell doesn't mean you can go to some sort of five-star dinner at Manhattan on the weekends. And they sent him back to prison. And he's got to finish out his sentence there, I think. That's I mean, wonderful. what a fucking moron. <laughs> I I mean, if I mean, we all know the rich run this country. Mm-hmm. If I was rich, I could probably get out of prison too. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> no, I, you're just if, Whoopi Goldberg playing with pottery. I am, I am the supporting role of this life. I watch as Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze make sweet, sweet love on that vase, on that yeah. vase. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. Now, kind of going back to the ghost thing real quick. Hold on a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, I have a question for real, though. If Patrick Swayze is dead in that movie, yeah. how is he making porn pottery with Demi Moore? Do you not believe in ghosts? Oh, so is he not really there in that scene then, I'm guessing? The the name of the movie is Ghost, Lucas. <laughs> I just, the I just, name. I didn't know if it was a flashback or something. The title or maybe... <laughs> of the film is Ghost. <laughs> no, you're right. No, he's just a bag of bones that's just shambling around. <laughs> just Help me. shambling. <laughs> Please. Oh, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to Boo. caress you. I literally Boo. need food. <laughs> Demi, please. I was thinking maybe it was Whoopi, a long... Whoopi, please. Whoopi, please. I was thinking maybe it was like a flashback, or maybe it's the end of the movie they're making porn pottery. I don't know. I was just I, asking I, a question. From from what I remember, it is literally that scene over and over again. For two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Whoopi's just not even in the movie, but somehow she won an Oscar. No, it um it like goes. It's just like different takes of it. So oh, like okay. every once in a while, Whoopi will come in and say like a a, a, a wacky one liner, yeah. and then leave. Okay. Like hey, watch your foot in that bowl, and then leave. Musicless movie scene slash ghost <laughs> slash pottery scene. All right, I'm not gonna watch this right now, but believe me, after the show's done, I'm gonna yeah. maybe eat and maybe do an edible. Maybe uh, drink a beer. Go. Actually, I don't really... Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll have to uh, watch just, some scenes from Ghost. Slap your ass off at Ghost. Yeah, who knows? I remember it being very okay. I, I, I mean, let's be honest. The only thing I remember of it is that scene. Mm-hmm. Just because you've seen it all over the place. Yeah. Social media, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. Of course. But I remember watching it, like, years ago. Yeah. We'll have to figure it all out. We'll have to figure it all out. Um. Anywho... <laughs> Is Patrick Swayze a ghost in that? <laughs> oh, no, no. Do I sound like that? Uh, no, you don't. Oh, no, okay. No, you thank sound you. a lot better. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you know what? Speaking of sweet, sweet things, sweetie, uh, baseball is somehow <laughs> going to be played in 2020. Although 
we are either still like maybe the second wave has begun or we still might be in the first wave and just things are completely flying off the rails. Players are dropping out due to health concerns. There is a huge falling out between the players and ownership that lasted like six to eight weeks. That was like a really nasty divorce hearing. Mm -hmm. Despite everything I just said there, we're still going to play 60 games of baseball in 2020. Um, How do you feel about it? So, okay, in interest of full disclosure, I have another show that I currently host right now called the Michigan and Trumbull podcast, where we talk about a lot of the things surrounding the Detroit Tigers, but obviously with everything going on with just baseball in general, we have been talking just baseball season 2020. Mm-hmm. And my opinion that I've kind of stuck by throughout everything, and I'm still with now, is obviously I won a season. Right. I think our first priority needs to be the health and safety of the players and mm-hmm. uh, you know the umpires and anyone who would have to be going to work in the stadiums and being mm-hmm. around other people. I think that if we were going to have a season, there is no excuse as to why it's just starting, not even now, another, you know, by the time this episode drops on Monday, uh, a week and a half, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, almost two weeks. This mm-hmm. season definitely should have started sometime in May or June. Uh, more more likely middle to end of June, I think, maybe yeah. early July. Um, and the reason that didn't happen is you could say coronavirus, which I think is definitely legitimate, but also because we had to endure that monstrosity of a negotiation between ownership and the players. Right. Um, which I think in that regard, just if I can go on a tangent there for a real second, I think both sides are at fault. I know you and I, I think we had an episode like, a couple months ago where we kind of briefly got into that. And I think at Mm -hmm. that time I said I was on the side of ownership and then I kind of flip-flopped to the players, but it lasted so long. Both sides negotiated so poorly. I think both sides were beyond greedy that in my opinion, at least at the end of the day, it falls on both of them. Uh, But obviously uh, commissioner Rob Manfred, they couldn't come to a deal. So he had to implement this 60 game season. They are currently in the midst of summer camp or spring training 2.0, whatever you want to call it. And right. the season will begin on July 23rd. We'll have a couple games, but then the rest of the season will begin the day after on the 24th. It's 60 games. Uh, all the West teams play the West team. Central play Central. East play East. So that means your Cubs, my Tigers, will see each other, I think, three to five times sometime this season. I don't know the exact um, schedule. They just dropped it the other day. Um, yeah, but we're going to we're gonna play each other a few times. But actually, it's not at Wrigley. And also, they released the 2021 schedule the other day, which I don't know why they did that when everything's going on right now. We are playing each other again next year, but no games at Wrigley, unfortunately. Wow. Um, what? Why? I don't know, because the baseball schedule is weird. So that was a lot of information that I just kind of vomited out of my mouth. So, Sean, what do you think? I've kind of given my opinion. I'm down for it. I want people to be safe. I wish it didn't take this long. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, it is a thrill to have baseball back in our lives. Um, and I will enjoy being able to watch the games somewhere. Will I enjoy <laughs> watching them on the marquee network? No. Do I miss As a, WGN? Yes. Yeah. As uh, um, Tom Ricketts said, what do you guys got against the Marquee Network? And it's like, everything, Tom. We have everything Tom, against the Tom. We hate you. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> um, but I am I'm excited for it. There's, there's no reason for you not to be excited about baseball mm-hmm. coming back. Um, will we be missing some players? Yeah. Um, and that is their right to Absolutely. miss their time, be with their family, stay safe. Like, 
honestly, this season feels like a wash season. Mm-hmm. It feels like one long ass spring training. That's what it, it's probably gonna feel like until we're like at least like a month and a half into it. Because technically, they every team only gets what three spring training games. That's Not it. even that. Was... I'm looking. So I'm looking at the Tiger schedule right now. They have two. They get two against okay. the Reds on the 21st, the 22nd. They're off the 23rd, and they have opening night against the Reds on Friday the 24th in Cincinnati. Okay. Um, Real quick, not to kind of derail your train of thought, but the Cubs and the Tigers do play each other this season three games at Comerica uh, the last week of August. So, okay, cool. Yeah, just kind of a side note. But, yeah, well, I, 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 I'm with you. get together and watch that. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I would love to. I would love to. Um, But the, I know the Cubs get uh, three games spring training. They play the White Sox, though, twice. Um, mm-hmm. the 19th and 20th, and then the Twins, the 22nd, and then they start their season um, here in Wrigley, the 24th. So one thing I do want to say, too, that I think you mentioned, and I 100% agree, any player, although I wasn't happy with how like the whole negotiation thing went down between players and the ownership, but that's a completely different kind of thing when you're talking mm-hmm. about just coronavirus and people wanting to protect themselves and their families, etc. So I will also echo your thoughts, Sean, and say that any player, I think I even saw today that Buster Posey opted out of the season for mm-hmm. the Giants. Mm-hmm. Any player that feels that it is a risk to their health, their family's health, yeah. whoever it might be, or they're just straight up not comfortable playing given the circumstances that are going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. I fully support. Absolutely. I will not knock a player for uh, wanting to take care of themselves, their family, whoever it may be, because I think that is just a mature and responsible thing to do right now. It is a risk. Everyone who's playing right now is at risk. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for the Tigers, Daniel Norris, who's one of their starters, mm-hmm. he uh, has he's playing, but it just was confirmed that he uh, tested positive for coronavirus, which is particularly scary for him because he is a former uh, he's a cancer survivor. Yeah. So yeah. you know, there's, and he's not the only guy. You know, there's there's tons of other people like him who. Um, have you know not maybe not cancer but uh other pre-existing conditions for daniel norris it was a case of Mm -hmm. thyroid cancer but still you know i mean cancer is cancer and it's scary so he's doing well but it's like like we're saying it's it's a risk for anybody that goes for the um who's the rockies player uh ian desmond yeah yeah Yeah. Ian desmond Mm -hmm. he had he had cancer also right yeah i i don't know i don't know his story off the top of i can look it up real quick i'm not sure i know ian desmond has opted out. Um, David Price. Nick, David Price. He, 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 was, he was one of he was and one Buster. of the first ones. Um, but here's the thing. So uh, yeah. Nick Markakis too is another one. I don't oh, see okay. anything about okay. uh, Ian Desmond uh, being sick. He may just have said he's not feeling. You know, actually, okay. Ian Desmond was the one who not only did he opt out due to coronavirus concerns, but he was one of the people. And I'll just mention it. Cause, I mean, why not? There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now mm-hmm. with a lot of kind of injustice injustices on the social aspect aside he had that long post about being like given the current state that's just going on right now you know with everything with the black lives matter movement and trying Mm -hmm. to deal with um you know cases of police brutality i just don't feel like it's appropriate to be playing let alone safe he had that long instagram post so again i'm not going to knock anyone for for having those those thoughts or feelings we're all entitled to an opinion even if you don't agree with it uh, you yeah. know, doesn't mean they're wrong or right. You know, it's just it's their opinion. They're they're allowed to have it. So yeah, I think people forget uh, that baseball is still just a pastime, mm-hmm. uh, and it it should not reach into uh, your your daily life. Yeah. So I th- I think it needs to be there needs to be a, a 
a fence between those two things or you can you can enjoy baseball but that it does it should not bleed over into your personal life yeah um and vice versa yeah um but yeah i mean we're gonna miss we're gonna miss these big name players um mm-hmm. only because that's who we want to watch well and um, sorry to, sorry to cut you off again real quick but did you hear about mike trot might not be might not be playing well, I was gonna say, and somebody like Mike Trout, if he doesn't decide to play, yeah, that that's a huge hit to the Angels organization. Yeah, but again, it's not up to the Angels organization; it's, it's up, up to him, yeah, like 100%. and his family, mm-hmm. like. And so, yeah, will we miss those big time players? Yeah, of course, because I want to see Mike Trout dominate a sixty game season. I oh, want to yeah. see him. I want to see him every uh, play every single game. Yeah, and like these players that. That's something that that this does give them that opportunity to, to do is yeah. play the entire season, you know, barring any injury or anything mm-hmm. or sickness. Yeah. Um, I saw some yeah. jag off. I I'm in a bunch of tigers, um, like fan pages on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter, and that's probably my own fault that I'm even in them <laughs> to begin with. But uh, I saw this one prick uh, when they announced the thing about Daniel Norris and um, or there. The, there was Daniel Norris. It was him and like six other players hadn't officially reported to camp. Obviously, due to confidentiality confidentiality mm-hmm. reasons, they can't just announce if someone has tested positive. They have to get the player's consent, and then from there, the team can release the information if they so choose. This right. one fucking prick in a Tigers fan group said he comments and he's like, "Well, I saw that we have uh, six guys who haven't reported to camp yet. Let's hope it's just COVID." And it's like, what the. F- what? I mean, I, I think I like kind of understood the sentiment he was going for a little bit, maybe being like, let's hope no one's got like going to need like Tommy John surgery or is like, you know, torn an ACL. Yeah, I get like that. Actual, but like, then injury, like an yeah. actual like physical injury. But COVID is a physical injury. If you get it, like it's a, it's a it's a virus. It can literally kill you. I mean, no offense. I haven't seen many cases where a pitcher has needed Tommy John surgery and they've died from that. You know, I'm not. I'm not knocking Tommy John. It's a very serious thing. But I just when I read that, I was like, "Are you?" F-? And unfortunately, there are guys like that idiot and thousands upon thousands more who don't have a level brain like us. Even mm-hmm. though I don't even know the plot of Ghost, but they can. <laughs> uh, they can still. You know, we can still be like, "Hey, if you don't want to play because you're not feeling safe or comfortable, that's fair." But then you have all these other jagoffs who are probably like, "Oh yeah, well Mike Trout should be playing because he's making like all this money." And it's like, that's true and that's fair. And he'll he'll lose his salary, I think, if he opts out of the season or whatever it is. I don't know the mm-hmm. exact rule off the top of my head, but he'll be back next season. It's not like Mike Trout's retiring for baseball. It's like yeah. that's one thing too. I think people need to kind of realize with the sixty game season. Although I will admit, I kind of feel like I haven't said it a lot in this conversation. I'm very excited. I think a sixty mm-hmm. game season is fun. I think it's going to be a race. I think it's a sprint. I don't think anyone can really start off slow out of the gate. I think mm-hmm. teams, and I'm just going to say it, like that I've seen in past um, from like the Tigers. I know in 2018 they got off to a semi hot start. Mm-hmm. You know, but then they f- they f- uh, flailed horribly. You know, when it came to June, July, teams like that are just other teams who are kind of under the radar. If they can start hot and just then go 500, they got a mm-hmm. real shot at making the playoffs. You look at last year, the Nats started the season off horribly. They were like seven to ten games under 500, I think, by May. I I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but they were def- they were under 500. And look at them; they ended up winning the World Series. They do that this year. There's no way they win the World Series. No. Not at all. Well, I, I mean, they won't even make the playoffs. They won't even get a chance. Exactly. I mean, this is, I've said it before, this is the perfect season for a Dodgers team. This is the perfect season for a Yankees team. 
this is a perfect season for those teams like the Tigers who nobody gives a shit about mm -hmm. because they think they're the worst team in baseball. Yeah. But if they win, if it, I mean, even if they go like, you know, 10 and five in their first 15 games, that's huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can they stumble? Sure. But that's a huge stepping stone from where they ended the season. Well, I think also season. you have to look at, I think getting off to a hot start is going to be crucial. And I know that's, you can say that with any sport, any season, 60 games, 162 games, doesn't matter if it's MLB, NFL, NHL, it doesn't matter. Hot starts are always good. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like it's going to set the tone so early when there are so fewer games that it's really going to boost or possibly destroy a team's psyche as they progress through the rest of the season. Remember yeah. last year, Sean, I think we even were kind of talking about this when we were hanging out last weekend for the fourth. Mm -hmm. We went to that bar that night after the Cubs won that game that you went to. Mm -hmm. Detroit won the doubleheader in Boston, and we were both – it was only two or three weeks into the season. I think the Cubs were a yeah. couple games over 500. Detroit was like one or two games over 500. <laughs> and we were both like, man, we're living the high life. But realistically, if that happens again this year, like that's not a horrible position to be in. If you're, you know, 20 games in and you're, I don't know – 12 and 8 I mean mm -hmm. whatever it might be I mean that's not the worst position in the world to be in so I mean if you're it's going to be interesting if you're like 30 games into the season and you're like 8 games above 500 you're playing division opponents mm -hmm. all, essentially almost the entire year yeah I mean besides the you know the few uh series that you're you know I don't know what is it probably it's probably like what 80 20 like percentage wise from for division opponents to yeah I would I mean I would, oh yeah well I mean you have to imagine it's forty I think forty games against your division twenty against your interleague matchups so oh, okay. yeah it's, 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 it's sixty so um yeah I mean it, you're you're definitely gonna have a lot more you're gonna have you know double the games mm -hmm. against your divisional opponents so for you know you and the Cubs I mean you guys are you know business as usual looking at a lot of games the Cardinals the Brewers. Yeah. The Pirates, who I know you say, or who who do you always say that can't beat the Pir the Cubs can't beat? Is it the Pirates or the uh, Reds? Cincy, yeah, Cincy, yeah, and, and they're going to be now, better this year. Yeah, well, now that Nick has gone to yeah. Cincy, they're not, yeah. definitely not going to win any games. They're going to well, get swept in that first four game series. Well, I'm worried. Detroit has Cincinnati <laughs> to start off the season. I'm excited for the Castellanos reunion, obviously, to get to see them play. But yeah. it's like shit. This team is going to be, a, you know, they're going to be. I think a team like the Reds this season is poised for them. I yeah, mean, honestly, they're one of those teams that, yeah, maybe they can't sustain 162, but I really feel like they can sustain at least 60. I mean, Speaking of, like, hot teams, Pittsburgh last year started almost one of the hottest teams yeah. at the beginning of the year, and then they went on, like, an 18-game losing streak. Well, that's just classic Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. They always start well, April and May, like, semi-decent, and then by the time June rolls around, they're in last place. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but, but again, honestly, though, to their credit and to the kind of – in their defense, they do that this season. Mm -hmm. They're going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, the uh, stadiums will not be allowing fans, so that's going to add a whole new kind of element. Right yeah. now for spring training games, they're not even doing games against other opponents, kind of as we said in the beginning of the conversation. They're just doing inner squad or inner team matchups. So that's kind of been fun to see. Obviously, it's I've been watching some of the footage from uh, – some of the footage from just some of the Tigers uh, camp and everything. And it's weird. It's weird seeing mm -hmm. the stadium empty. It's a lot weirder than I kind of anticipated. Yeah. I mean, the, even like without like media even being there. Mm -hmm. um, 
I saw a video today. Uh, I think it was probably like in an early or in a squad matchup, and somebody hit a home run, and there was just the crack of the bat, mm-hmm. and then just silence. Yeah, and like that just does not. It's gonna be weird. Feel good or yeah, feel it, right. It's awkward. There was today uh, Tigers. The Tigers drafted Spencer Torkelson, the overall pick uh-huh. in the draft this past uh, this mm-hmm. past draft a few weeks ago. And he's been up with the, the the team right now. I think today he was he was in one of the games and he was batting and he let his back go, and mm-hmm. it like almost hit a, it almost hit one of the coaches. And you could hear everyone on the field being like, "Oh, oh, watch it, watch it!" <laughs> but like if that was a regular game and there was fans there to drown out the noise, you yeah. wouldn't even hear that. <laughs> like, right. so it's gonna be weird. I think one thing we have to kind of just stay positive. We have to remember that. Let's hope to God that April of 2021 we're back to our normal baseball. Routine of 162 games, fans can go. I will say this, and I don't know if this stands now because everything is, seems like it's kind of going back to shit like it was in March and April in terms of the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had been hearing and reading that certain teams, depending on their geographic location, were going to let a capacity amount of fans go to games. So you're assuming teams mm-hmm. that may not be in quote-unquote hot spots. So, unfortunately, if you're a fan of the Rays, the Marlins, the Braves, the Rangers, the Astros, you're probably not going to any of your games right now. And I don't really foresee, no offense, you being able to go to a Cubs game because no. I know Lori Lightfoot is super-duper strict, as is Pritzker, right. the governor of Illinois, for Detroit, even with, uh, I think, Governor Whitmer. I know she's been kind of strict uh, with everything going on in, in, the, in, the, in the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, I don't maybe see us getting to go, but there are some teams around the United States that if their cases aren't extremely high, you might get to go. Maybe maybe more East Coast teams. Maybe yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to kind of wait I, and see. I mean, if I was the MLB, I would just say, "Hey, let's let's like you know take a step forward here and not let anybody into games. Let's just yeah. as much as we want our fans to be here and enjoying the games. Like, why don't we take a stand and be like, "Hey, no, you you can't <laughs> you, you can't, can't come, come in. You I'm sorry." Come. Watch it on your Pritzker. local. Oh, I was. Oh, again, I was wrong once again. It's Gretchen Whitmer is the governor of Michigan, not Rachel Whitmer. I don't know ghosts, and I don't know governors. You heard it here first, folks. Rachel Whitmer. Rachel Whitmer. But yeah, no. I mean, overall, let me ask you this question, and then we'll kind of wrap mm-hmm. up this conversation. How are you feeling about the Cubs' chances in a sixty-game season? Um, I think I was talking to your dad. I think I said I think they'll go like thirty-five and twenty-five. Okay. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, but then a part of me is like, honestly, they'll probably not even. They'll probably like go thirty-two and like twenty-eight or something like that. That's so funny you say that. That's the honestly, and you're gonna go, oh, Luke. But that's the number <laughs> I have for Detroit. I think yeah. I think this season is going. Not only do I think they are a much better team than last year. I mean, it's hard to beat how shitty they were last year. Yeah. But on top of that, I think a sixty-game season is made for teams that are in this quote-unquote rebuilding phase, or if not in the phase, almost getting out of it. So I think like a team like the White Sox this season is great for, and even I've been the first in the past to say like Sox fans are always too much like, well, this is the year, we're going to be good, Mm -hmm. and like it's like, yeah, okay, i got to see it to believe it. But in a 60-game season, I 100% could see a team like the White Sox competing and potentially getting to the playoffs. I just want to see somebody like the Orioles. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hope we have a scenario where it's like maybe a team like the Yankees starts off like the Nats last year and the Blue Jays or the O's sweep in or the Rays sweep in and 
you know, they win mm-hmm. the division. I mean, it's going to be – that's what's going to be fun about this 60-game sprint, and that's the best part too. At 60 games, I think each team is going to get five or six days off. So I mean, yeah. it's 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 gonna yeah. be uh, it's gonna be a legitimate sprint. Um, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Like by the end, that's a lot of games mm-hmm. in a short amount of days. And I mean, if you're if you're playing in the MLB right now, you better be ready to like uh, hurt. Yeah, because like agree. that's that's a lot of days. And I mean, I'm sure some of these players will take days off, and that's yeah. fine. Like I get it. But well, like, it, man, I can't imagine. Yeah, and it helps too because the rosters have been ex- well. They'll start off expanded, and then they'll go down to the traditional twenty-six yeah. man roster. But they have the taxi squad of guys, so right. if you know they need to, you know, swap players in and out, they'll kind of have that luxury. But yeah, I think by I don't know, I would imagine sometime in mid to late August or early September, it will be down to the regular twenty-six man roster. So. Hey, I, I honestly, I'm, and I'm not blowing smoke here. I think mm-hmm. the Cubs have a fair chance here. I am a little bit curious to see how David Ross does just because as a yeah. first-year manager, it's it's very tough just to kind of be a rookie manager. And also, uh, filling the shoes of Joe Madden is no easy right. task. Right. But on top of that, not only is it his rookie year, but he also has to deal with this 60-game mindfuck of a season. <laughs> I mean, it's not – it's. It, I don't care. I'm happy that we have Ron Gardenhire, who's a veteran manager, but even with him, he's never had anything you know like this in his career thus far. So – you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm I'm with you though. I could see the Cubs, you know, going seven to ten over five hundred. I don't think it's too far out of the the realm of possibilities. Uh, here's one positive for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. In no way and in no shape or form will they have any way of losing as many games as they did last year. <laughs> Fair point. You know, it's funny. I've been making this point a lot, and I've been saying that it's this. You know, let's say the Tigers this year go. 40 and 20. I mean, they'd uh-huh. have to play really, really damn good baseball. But let's yeah. just say, for the sake of the argument, they go 40 and 20. I think last year they only won 47 to 48 games. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. So we could live in a world potentially where the Tigers go 40 and 20 this year mm-hmm. and still lose more games than last year, but finish with a better record than last year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let that one sink in. Sixty game season, folks. Gonna do be fun. Do you think do you think uh there will be a team that gets over forty five wins? Ooh, that's a fun question. Cause I don't think it's possible to get fifty. I don't think so. I think I think the league is way Man, too. I, yeah, I, I, I think forty forty five, no. Um I will say I will say forty though, yes. 40, I think we'll have maybe two, maybe three. 45, though, losing, I I don't know. I mean, because I'm thinking like, okay, so the first team that comes to mind is the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So let's say for the Yankees, they're going to have a lot of games against mm-hmm. the Orioles, yep. the Blue Jays, the Miami Marlins. They'll have a few games because of the East. Um, but, you Rays. know, then they, <laughs> and the Rays. But the Rays are competitive. Actually, Rays the Rays are, are, be- yeah, yeah. I think Rays are better than the Red Sox. Um, yeah. I mean, even so, the Red Sox, too, I think the Yankees can pound on them. Uh, the Mets are kind of that weird bubble team for when they have interleague matchups. Phillies are kind of a bubble team. Nationals, I mean, they just won the World Series, and I don't want to doubt them, but we saw what they did through their first 60 games last season. They were like 19 and 34 When I think of that, when I think of that, the Yankees could do it. Now, here's yeah. the thing, too, and this is kind of just overall with everyone in general in baseball. 
but for a particular team like the Yankees, I think the team that has the best chance of winning this whole thing is just the team that can stay the healthiest. I know that's like the yeah. saying throughout everything, but this year especially. Especially. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you can pull a hammy and you're on the the 10-day DL for for 10 days obviously. Um yeah. but well, you know, <laughs> you get coronavirus, you're not coming off until you can, you know, pass a negative test. I mean, right. So I mean, yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. I don't I guess now that I'm thinking about it and I kind of talked myself up a bit with the Yankees. I could maybe see the Yankees doing it. I mean, yeah, you you bid on the 30-day DL. You're missing half the season. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yep. If It'll something be happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I think, well, I look, think the Do- yeah. Dodgers could do it too, but we'll Yeah, I mean, well, the, the, only show, the, only, really the only thing I think about the Dodgers that the roadblocks they'll have are in their own division. Diamondbacks are going to be scrappy. Giants and yeah. Rockies, kind of whatever. Padres are always. Uh, Padres are definitely. I I think this season, although I've called them a very boring team in the past, I think this season mm-hmm. is tailor made for a team like the Padres. Um, I think I'm going to say I think the Padres are one of those teams that win 40 games. Wow, really? That's a big claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. even against even though they're playing teams like the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers a lot, and they'll also have to go to interleague against the Angels and the yeah. Strohs. I think yeah. so. I I don't see the Angels doing anything really, and I, I honestly don't even see the Astros anymore because you know how many injuries they're going to get from people beaming them. Yeah, you know that's so funny. You know what the funny part is too? Mark my words that when April of next year rolls around, and mm-hmm. hopefully fingers crossed that the world is back to normal and there's a vaccine <laughs> in place and fans can go to games, it's not like just because we're playing sixty games this year that the Astros are off the hook. Those booze right, no. and those bean balls will be waiting for the Astros in twenty twenty one. And they're just going to have to sit there and take it. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't doubt if that goes on for another five years, trickles yep. down, maybe the 10, you know. Who knows? We'll, we'll kind of have, especially against those teams they fucked over, the Dodgers and absolutely. things like that. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, look, let's move on here for the sake of the show. That was a good conversation, and we're both excited. We'll obviously keep doing updates as we go along with our show. And, yeah, the season, less than two weeks away. So, fingers crossed, nothing happens that would derail it or cancel it. Obviously, we want right. everybody to be safe. But as of now... Two weeks away from the season, so yeehaw. Um, yeehaw. Let, let's transition. Oh my god! So let's translate. Let's transition. Let's, well, let's translate. Of. Let's translate. Let's transition into some movies now. So before we left uh, on our summer vacation, you guys mm-hmm. might remember our lovely listeners, all you guys and gals out there. We, we, I have been hosting a a movie competition on my Twitter. It's been real simple. Each week there's a, a category of nominations. Sometimes it follows a specific actor, a genre of comedy movies. Most recently we've been doing best comedies by certain decades. And I don't remember exactly remember what week we left off on. I want to say it was probably week six or seven because I don't think we were doing the decades yet mm-hmm. when we uh, took our little vacation. But I just kind of wanted to give an update on the competition because it has been going incredibly well i think we've been getting a lot of fun votes a lot of different movies have been nominated for those of you who might not remember it starts it's pretty simple each week i pick eight movies based off uh just a little bit of basic research i usually take into account rotten tomato scores metacritic scores just overall kind of court of public opinion and yeah like a little bit of personal bias here and there but Mm -hmm. i nominate eight movies from there people get to vote on them in the preliminary round after those eight movies are voted on Four of those eight then go to the final round where people can vote on those. One movie out of those four w- movies wins, and then that one movie then gets put in kind of to the 
championship pool, which will soon reemerge here in a few weeks. So when we last left off, I think we had done best coming of age movies and Ferris Bueller's Day Off won that week. That was week six. I'm just going to kind of go through here and catch everybody up, Shawnee, and then give me your thoughts at the end. Week seven was best Ben Stiller comedies. Um, And the winner for that week was Meet the Parents, which I thought was a little bit surprising, but I mean, I love that movie, so I wasn't like too surprised. Uh, Week eight was when we started the decade tournament, or not tournament, but kind of the decades category, and we started off with best 1970s comedies, and that is when Young Frankenstein won. Week nine was the 80s, Vacation won. Week 10 was the 90s, Mrs. Doubtfire won. Week 11 was the best of the 2000s and the hangover one. And I made an announcement that the 2000s are probably my personal favorite, so there comes that little bias again. But even beyond that, I think the 2000s was an incredible decade for comedies. So this past week, we did the best of the 2000s part two. And that upset that we alluded to earlier in the episode, this week's winner, defeating movies such as Super Troopers, Pineapple Express, Jackass, uh, Shaun of the Dead, among others, Role Models. This week's winner was Legally Blonde, which was, I think, by far the biggest upset of the tournament. So, Sean, those were the winners that were crowned while we were away on summer vacation. What are your thoughts? I would rather watch Elf than Legally Blonde. No, (laughs) not really. That's a joke. Actually, I really do enjoy Legally Blonde. Yeah, it's not Um, bad. Not so much the musical... But the movie, yes. the movie is good. It's a good film, a good it's solid film. Yes, it's solid. It's, it's a solid like six and a half out of ten. I agree. And for and for comedies, that's pretty damn good. I agree. Um, does it deserve to win? No, no, no. It does no, not. it does not. I think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But 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 the object of these uh, polls is to get the. The best comedy. Yeah, the fun, not, the funniest movie. Yeah, not not the best overall movie. Yeah, and, we're not looking for best picture winners here. We're looking for the movie that literally makes you cry laughing so hard. And in my exactly. humble opinion, I will agree with what you said, Sean. I do think Legally Blonde is funny. It's like a cute little kind of rom-com. I think Reese, Reese Witherspoon is really good in it. I'm a big Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon fan. But I over Pineapple Express, over Role yeah. Models, over Super Troopers, the first Jackass uh, no, that's, that's no. a, that's a big no for me. Now I will say this, and I think this is important because since I'm the one running the tournament mm-hmm. and I want to, you know, include as much as we can, and I've tried to do that through the weeks, but there's obviously just some weeks where I know what movies have to be nominated over others. And I will say this, I've done a great job of not including my own personal bias because yes. you can bet your damn ass that if it was my movies of everything I love, it would be every American Pie movie, every Jackass movie, every Kevin James movie, and, of course, every Vince Vaughn movie. And yes, really, there really haven't been a lot of those. There's been a couple here and there, but for the most part, the ones that have been nominated were the ones that should have been nominated. Um, I think, though, this was... Because let's call it how it is. This was the first week that like a female-led comedy won. So mm-hmm. I think in that regard, that's pretty cool. Because up to this point, it's been a sausage party, which I got right. no issues with that. If the movie's the funniest, I think that's what should win. I don't care if it's a guy, girl, whatever. I think funny is funny, and that should be the winner. Um, right. I don't necessarily agree with Legally Blonde winning. However, like I said, it's kind of cool that, yeah, the, the ladies get some love here and there. Because you sure. know what? Girls are funny. It can happen. 
No doubt about it. It it was cool. I'll I'll say it again. It is a funny movie. It is funny, 100%. But. But, dot, dot, dot. It's just not, in my, I had, uh, the one I was actually pulling for the whole way was Jackass, just because Mm -hmm. those movies meant so much to me as a kid (laughs) growing up, and I I still laugh at them hysterically to this day. Yeah. Um, But when it came to the finals, it was Super Troopers, Shaun of the Dead, Legally Blonde, and Pineapple Express. I voted Pineapple Express all the way. And actually, to Pineapple Express's credit, it was a very close week, and I think legally, we had over, we had 87 votes, I want to say, which, by the way, if you're listening and you're voting on this, Thank you so much for doing so. Mm-hmm. It makes the competition that much more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Legally Blonde had a winning percentage vote of 33, and Pineapple Express was either 30 or 31. So Pineapple Express was right in there, and I'll do a little bit of a teaser. You will see movies like Pineapple Express that just barely lost in a few weeks when we get to Redemption Week. Bum, bum, bum. But I that's like uh, that's for that's for, a, that's for a later date. So yeah, but so anyways, yo, for real, this has been a lot of fun. Um, I will say week 11 when the hangover one, I'm I'm cool with the hangover winning. I personally wanted uh, the wedding wedding crashers. That's my favorite comedy all time. Yeah. So I was a little bit surprised that hangover yep. won over that wedding crasher, wedding crashers, 40 year old virgin and Borat. That was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. But yeah, no, other than that, though, everything has been uh, pretty, pretty fun. And I heard you give a woot to young Frankenstein winning. Woot woot. Yep. Uh, yeah, because I'm a big fan of Gene Wilder. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a, that was a special one for me. I mean, also we've both been in it, uh, yep. on stage. Yes, sir. Um, we sure, we, we most certainly have. You know, what's funny. I'm looking at the list now of all the winners. There's, we, this is, we just got through week 12. We got four more weeks of preliminaries. Then we go to our final, final championship bout. Um, I'm looking at the 12 winners thus far. <clears throat> I can only think, and I can only see on here, Two movies, I think, that I voted from beginning that I thought should have won that one. And that was Week 3, Happy Gilmore, and Week 9, Vacation. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of interesting that the movies I think in my head that will win, that don't win, and the movies that I want to win hardly have won. So, <laughs> yeah. just kind I of mean, it's all, yeah, interesting. Like I've, like I've said all the time, movies are all about opinion, right? It's subjective, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and I again, that, that's why that's why. Although I don't think Legally Blonde was the funniest of the four final movies, that again, we do think it's a funny movie. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool though. Obviously, there is a huge demographic that thought that movie was funnier than the other three, which is why it won. Right. So and, that's and, that's cool. And we can't say it was just a block or a you know a lucky a lucky draw because no, you know we we had more than enough people to actually like put in a yeah vote. It, it wasn't 10 people voting we had damn near 100 people voting this week and which was awesome um so yeah it's been a lot of fun i will i'll give yeah you know the this episode's dropping on a monday so the poll should be live if not now in a few hours so i will reveal this week's uh movies for the 2010s we're, it's our last week of the decade uh kind of genre that we're what we're doing so this week is the uh best 2010 comedies and the movies that will be nominated this week are This is the End, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, Neighbors, Horrible Bosses, Bridesmaids, Ted, and Game Night. So, I, some real I, solid comedies. If you want my vote now, I I actually cried laughing during Horrible Bosses. Also, I yeah. watched that movie with my dad. He mm-hmm. cried laughing. It is a... So, right now... 
I'm going to be torn on this one because, and I, I'll have to think about the matchups and everything when I rank them later. Mm-hmm. My two favorites right now, this I will agree with, is either Horrible Bosses or This is the End. Those are the two that I'm yeah. really pulling for. Don't know if they're going to win. Don't even know. They may, hell, I might even have to match them up against each other in the preliminaries. <laughs> but uh, those are just kind of looking at them right now. Uh, I do love the second 20. I love 22 Jump Street, though. That is a rare <laughs> they're, they're comedy like... sequel that, like, I think is better than the first. Also, um, I really enjoyed Bridesmaids, too. Bridesmaids yeah, Bridesmaids. Made me I mean, laugh a lot, it, it got so. Ms. Melissa, Maca- Melissa McCarthy an Oscar nomination. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be good. Ted's funny. Neighbors is funny. Game Night, it's more. Game Night's definitely the most recent of all these, but that's a good one. It's a solid comedy mm-hmm. with Jason Bateman. Pretty much, if you are either Seth Rogen, Jason Bateman, <laughs> or Zac Efron, this is your week to compete. So, yeah. kudos to all of you. Um, but you know they were the big. One, uh, they were big comedy guys in, in the the 2010s, so it makes sense. Uh, game Night was with was that Steve Carell. That is date night. Uh, game night date was night. Yeah, that's what it is. Game night was um, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Their br- yes. uh, his brother gets kidnapped. They all think it's a part of a an elaborate game, and but it's actually a real kidnapping. And they have to like it's a yes. kind of a, a action mur- murder mystery. Who you know comedy. So yeah, right. It's good yeah. stuff. So yeah, um, and if you would like to vote on those polls, <clears throat> excuse me. If you would like to vote on those polls again, if you're listening right now on the Monday show. The preliminary polls usually drop in the morning around 10 or 11 a.m. Those last for 24 hours. And then on Tuesday, the final uh, poll for the week gets posted. And those poll, and that poll as well lasts for 24 hours. And then the winner gets announced Wednesday around noon, the afternoon sometime, whenever the finals mm-hmm. um, are completed. So, yeah, vote, vote, vote. Feel free to share, like. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've been, and it's been, the cool thing has been it hasn't been just like me and five of my friends. You know what I mean? Like there are people, right. I don't know who's voting because when people retweet and like stuff, it goes out to the world. Yeah. So it's just kind of fun. And honestly, if I can get a little soapboxy here for a second, I think Twitter's at times a pretty fucking depressing place. Mm-hmm. So if I can do something fun that can create a positive and interesting conversation, and even if people are disagreeing with each other, um, just, you know, talking movies. movies. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> movies and it's fun conversation. It's not like... F- fuck you, you suck, yeah, like you're an awful person. It's like, no, I don't like that movie, but you like it, so that's cool, let's move on. And it's like, great, that's what I want to do. So, yeah, uh, week 13 will be here, and that's going to be the best of the 2010s. So if you're listening to this on Monday, depending on what time you're listening to it, the poll is either going to be live or it is live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check out my Twitter, at Luchaconis, and we retweet it all the time. Sean retweets from his personal and the Unemployed Guys Twitter, and uh, good stuff. Yeah. It's a it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Keep smash that like button. Smash the like button. Smash the retweet button. And if you're having fun with this, and you're like, oh man, I hope it doesn't go away. I can also kind of announce here that I think I'm going to do something for Halloween time. Best horror movie Hell or yeah. best Halloween movie. So I'm figuring it all out. Um, it's almost but, October. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm not even lying <laughs> to you. To not not. I mean, yeah, yeah. It kind of is almost October. Uh, at work today, we got in a bunch of shipment for like uh, fall stuff, and I was like, what? little too soon so hey look uh speaking of too soon it's never too soon to do a mad lib to end the episode our our welcome back episode after our summer break so sean let's just do one for tonight yeah i've I've only got one ready excellent great so (laughs) let's do a mad lib let's see if we can figure out our our proverbs our verbs our adjectives and uh, i am so sorry everybody i don't know what i'm talking about 
when it comes to English. So we're just going to, um, you know, roll with it, even if we, it's wrong. We're going to roll with it. We're going to have fun. Hopefully we can get you guys out of here on a laugh. And I still don't know the plot of Ghost. So, Sean, whenever you're ready, let's party. Perfect. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name a noun first. Uh, and a noun is a? Person, place, or thing. Wonderful. Uh, so I'm going to go, my noun is, uh, well, I was going to go Whoopi Goldberg, but that's a proper noun. It's a proper noun. Darn not, it, a, so not a pronoun. Not a pronoun, <laughs> but a proper noun. So I'm going to go with a banana. Okay. Um, and from you, I need a wacky state. A wacky state. Ooh. I'm going to go Utah. Florida. Okay. I'm going to go Utah. I mean, Mormons. Multiple wives. That's yeah. That seems pretty wacky. Pretty wacky. All right. I'm I'm gonna name a verb, um, which which is gonna be um, uh, 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 fornicate. Okay, fornicate. Great. And I need a noun from you. A noun is a person, place, or thing. So I'm going to say mailman. Wonderful. And now I get to pick a proper name, and you know what I'm going to go with? What's that? Patrick Swayze. Mm, R.I.P. He was in Ghost, Pottery Porn. I got to try to figure out a way for this week's uh, episode picture to have us, you and me, being the Pottery Porn. I'd be down to do it in real life. Uh, If I need a (laughs) verb from you. Uh, A verb? I am going to say... Hmm. A verb is an action, mm-hmm. but what about the past and present tense? I'm just going to say hike. Hike. H i k e. Wonderful. And I'm going to name a noun, which is going to be soap. Hmm. And then I need another verb from you. Another one, maron. I'm going to say. Hmm. Jog. Okay, so we got hike and jog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play my cards close to the yeah. chest here. I've already sounded like an idiot enough in this okay. episode. Okay, okay. I'm gonna name another noun, and that's going to be um uh up uh, puke puke. Wait, yeah, puke. yeah. Puke is a thing. It, it is a th- it's also a, a nickname for a person it's all, me it's actually also a verb yeah so um uh, from you i need a part of the body Ooh, i'm going to say my colon no it doesn't have to be your colon just no nope. colon no it has to be my colon okay my colon <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to do it. Wait a minute. Too. Can oh. I go back? Sure. Butthole. <laughs> Wait, do you want my butthole? Just butthole. Okay. My, I'll take my butthole for 500, please. Uh, let me erase colon. I'm and sorry, replace my it. colon. Replace it with butthole. Thank you. Um, An adjective. Now, what is an adjective? <laughs> An adjective would be like Sleepy Sean. Pretty much any of uh, the nicknames oh, that like Trump gives words. people. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> sleepy Sean. 
Um, depressed. <laughs> Jesus. Now we're just hitting too close to home. Uh, I need a relative from you. Stepfather. Stepfather. Wonderful. Um, and I'm going to give you an activity, and that activity is going to be driving. <laughs> we're both playing it real safe here today. We're only going for base hits, yep. no home runs. Yep, yep. Uh, and I need a chain restaurant from you. Ooh. Bennigan's. Ben. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're out of business. They are. <laughs> All right. And I need an adjective past tense. Okay. Oh. So a describing word past tense. He was. He was um, sleepy, but he has slept. Uh, he, he was slept days ago. <laughs> he slept days ago. Um, it's going to be, I was weary. Mm. Um, I need a month from you. Oh, November. November. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Should I just put Thanksgiving? <laughs> whatever uh, you want baby okay um i'm gonna go with a verb um and that's going to be um a jerk oh not that oh the movie with steve martin well that would be a proper verb ah yes we we don't want to go down that Actually, road again i don't know uh i need a noun from you a noun is a person, place, or thing. I am going to give you a place, and I'm going to say Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that would be a proper noun, though. Okay, so it needs to be a regular place. I'm going to say Animal Hospital. <laughs> I'm smart. I have a college degree to prove it. I but it's in acting. <laughs> Don't tell people that. Don't tell Don't people, yeah, sorry. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. And I need a verb past tense. Mm, another one. Oh my god. Swam? Um dove. I I did dove. And yesterday. I dove. I dove so far away. <laughs> I need an adjective. I sunk to the bottom. You need an adjective for me? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say gangly. Okay. You're very good. It's a good one. Um, and I'm gonna give you a verb. Uh, only three more. Everybody. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a verb, which is um, just going to be a pole. <laughs> pole. I got yeah. jerk and pole. Jerk pole. I think I know what you're going for here. Meditation. <laughs> yep. Um, I need an object from you. Any Ooh, object. An object. I'm going to say bongos. You know why I'm saying bongos? Because I'm looking at a pair right now in the basement. Wonderful. Bongos. And then, to top it off, I'm going to give you a plural noun, which is a person, place, or thing. And I will go with the Eiffel Tower. Well, wait a minute. A plural noun would be plural is two. So that'd be like dogs, or or you need a uh, may Eiffel or towers. Uh, Eiffel Towers. There's two of them. God bless them. The Eiffel Towers. Sounds like a you double sex position. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Come on, I went with jerk and pole and Eiffel Towers. That's <laughs> nothing to do with. <laughs> I went with I went with Bennigan's. I'm sorry. Actually, my first verb was fornicate. So oh, okay. You're a pervert. I'm sorry, everybody. I can change it. No, no, no. All right. Uh, this Mad Lib is called Weird News. Weird News. And if you could, please read it to me and to the lovely listeners as the best newscaster impression you've ever done. Yes, of course. I'll do it like uh, Sean's stories. Chan- oh, yes, please do. Channel your inner Walter Cronkite. I'm Walter Cronkite, and that's the way it was. Is that good? I liked it. I'm not going to do that. A <laughs> a banana in Utah was arrested this morning after he fornicated in front of a mailman <laughs> in front of mailman Patrick Swayze. <laughs> okay? Had a his uh he had a history of Hiking, but no, but no one, not even his soap, ever imagined. Did we ever, screwed up again. Ever imagined he jog with a puke stuck <laughs> in his butthole? <laughs> oh, we're ten. All right, continue. I always thought he was depressed. But I never thought he'd do something like this. Even his stepfather was surprised. (laughs) Okay. After a brief driving... (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Get through it. Come on now. After a brief driving, cops followed him to a Bennigan's, where he he reportedly... Weary in the fry machine... Okay. All right. Okay. In November, a woman was charged with a similar crime, but rather than jerk with an animal hospital, (laughs) she dove with a gangly dog. Okay. All right. Either way. We imagine that after witnessing him gangly with a bongos, there are probably a whole lot of the Eiffel Towers that are going to need some therapy. (laughs) Is that scene? That's scene. So I think one thing that has to be said before we wrap up here is (laughs) we're not very good at Mad Libs, but even though that Mad Lib made no sense... It still makes more sense to me than the plot of Ghost. And also the world today. And I I'm your I'm news gonna... anchor, Sean Allen Young. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Allen Young. My name is Luke Chaconis. That's it, folks. That's this week's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. We are so happy to be back. Our little summer vacation was much needed. We got lots of rest. We're happy. And uh, we are most definitely now, Sean, as we said before we started recording, we are on the road to 100 episodes. So. Yep. 
We are excited. That is our our big goal because, you know, you have to have kind of ancillary, pointless things like that in your life to keep you going. And that's, that's a good ours. word. Thank you very much. I should have used it in the Mad Libs. But that's <laughs> not how it goes sometimes. So, yeah, uh, on the road to 100, we're so happy to be back. We hope you guys continue to ride with us as we approach triple digits. And, uh, yeah, as always, you can check out the show on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. You can like the show on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Follow our personal accounts at Luke Chaconis, at Sean Allen Young. And, yeah, we are super-duper excited to be back. Thanks, everyone, for uh, sticking around with us, even though we took a little bit of a break. But we are pumped up, ready to get to th- uh, to 100, and that's that. Those are the news. Those are the facts. So we'll see yep. you soon. See you next week. And uh, my name is Luke Chaconis. My name is Sean Young. And you've been listening to another episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Stay safe. Buckle up. Hug your mother. And get a job.